Oh. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio. We back, man. You already know what it is, man. We back. We back in business, man. Every week, unless it's not every week, then it's not every week. But every week, unless it's not every week, every week we in here. We building, we thriving, we existing. I'm in here with my co-host, Water. Lavish co-host of the decade. Lavish co-host of the goddamn century. Lavish co-host of all time. Water is the best co-host of all time. The only one that can compete with water out here is oxygen. That's it. And hydrogen, I guess, because, you know, it's all it's all in there. H2O. Other than that, but since we can't see oxygen and hydrogen, we're looking dead at it. We're looking dead at the chemicals together. You know what I'm talking about? Hell yeah, man. Water, man. The best co-host of all time. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Get in on it. Get in on that water, y'all. No excuses. No excuses. I want to say what's up to my patron saints. My patron saints are in the building, man. You know what I'm saying? Loyalty. Tony Ann, Jamal B., Eric Payne, Miss Re Renee, Sharon McD, Kristen R., Deo, Tamara, C-Dub, Dave Finch, Bruce Sapp, Analog Future, Tanya R., Veronica House, uh, Shakela, um, Casey, AJ, Jason Anderson, ooh, Comblique Davis, Persnickety Goddess, uh, Glenn Jeffers, Candid Cammy, Cafe Olay J, Cat 87, Struggle Beard Bakery. You son of a bitch. Afro Geeks, Terrence C, Styler, uh, Tanya R, Das, AJ, Candice J, uh, KD, um, who else? Randomly CJ, Just V, um, DJ Hizzle, Harry Elam, uh, Chuck in the Wild, uh, uh, Katrina Smith-Jones, uh, S. Brittany 22, Latoya Larkin, um, Alice T. Rose, SKL, Eric Payne, Tim Scotty. So many people, man. I appreciate y'all. Lana, what's up, y'all? Thank y'all, man. Shout out to Matt Owens, man. Shout out to my patron saints man i appreciate y'all uh everybody in the ig live man you're gonna you're only gonna be in here for a limited time because you're not a patron saint and i know you're gonna be mad you're gonna be sitting there like why we got to join why we got to join we just want shit free how dare you make a platform where we gotta pay for you who do you think you are you think you worthy of us making a monthly subscription to whatever it is you got going who do you think you are i'm just trying to you know what I'm saying? Financially exist on the stuff that I bring to the table, which is laughter, thoughtfulness, good times, silliness. You know what I'm saying? The voiceovers, all that good stuff, man. Shout out to the new patron saints that rose to the challenge. Cassandra Ward, uh, Michaela, Eric Hicks, Regina Swint, 
Alanette. Alanette became a patron saint. I have known Alanette for years now. Alanette is responsible for me seeing Sade live. I will never forget Alanette for that. I'm surprised I ain't kissed Alanette in the mouth by now because she got me Sade tickets. You know how big that is? You know how epic that is? I saw Sade because of Alanette. Sade is my favorite musician of all time. Alanette was responsible for that directly. Directly. Uh, so shout out to Alanette, man. Thanks thanks for becoming the patron saint, Alley Cat. Alley Cat. Uh, shout out to Rosalind Swindell, too. She just joined. So, so... The people that have rose to the challenge from the IG today. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight new patron saints. Thank y'all for rising to the challenge. You'll never forget that either. Oh, Alanette going to be like, yo, man, don't forget what I did for you. Alanette is that. She will be like, after all I've done for you, you going to do this shit to me? Um, but we back, man. Daddy issues is back. Uh, one thing about uh, not daddy issues. I'm sorry. I'm getting my podcast confused. Verbal cardio is back. I got a mirror in here on the ones and twos. We in this thing. The the domestic leg of the Ball Brothers tour is complete. We had a great time. It was great turnout. Seven out of the ten shows were sold out. So that's a that's a good turnout. We we still a little salty at New Orleans, Phoenix, and uh, Cleveland. We wanted all sellouts, but you know, hey, every market ain't gonna be selling out. So we we get it. Every market ain't gonna be, but but the ones that did sell out: New York, Chicago, D.C., Atlanta, Dallas, Charlotte. And goddamn uh, Philadelphia. U7? The Magnificent Seven is what I like to call them. The Magnificent Seven. Y'all sold them mugs out. Thank you so much. We appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thank you for the people that did show up in New Orleans, Phoenix, and Cleveland. Thank you. But man, that Magnificent Seven get that special treatment. They showed up and showed out for real. Especially Atlanta, D.C., Chicago, Philly, they were selling out fast. So I want to give a shout out to the Magnificent Seven. Uh, is Sincere in there? Is the birthday boy in there? Birthday McGee? Birthday McGee, man. Happy birthday, Sincere, if you're in here, man. I love you, man. I love you more than I love myself. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? Um, but yeah, y'all. So, um... We were so we were so impressed with the Ball Brothers tour. We were so hyped and impressed and happy with the with the Ball Brothers tour from top to bottom that we going to run it back. We going to run the Ball Brothers tour back in 2025. We me and Kev going to do it again. We going to do it again. Do it again. Do it again, yeah. But it's not going to be next year. It's going to be the year after. Next year, I'm taking off. Next year, I am taking off of touring nationwide. I'm sitting my ass down for a complete year. 
So I will be back on the road in 2025. In the meantime, I'm going to be creating content locally. I'm going to be doing local shows. I'm going to be doing this, that, and the third. I'm going to be doing more content on social media. I'm going I'm I'm to build my fan base so that when I do go back on the road, there's going to be even more fans. So that's my goal. And shout out to Raw46, a new patron saint. Rules to the challenge. So that's what I'm going to do. So next year, no touring. No touring. I'm going to still do shows locally. And I know people think, you ain't going to do stand-up, man. Tony could never. I'm going to still be locally getting up. I just ain't going to be doing no weekends. No, you know what I'm saying? I'm chilling. I'm going to do Tony Bacon Friends every month in the L.A. area. But then, you know, yeah, I got I to chill, man. And at the end of this year, I'm rounding out the, the year. I'm, I'm capping off the year with Pittsburgh, Austin, Texas, San Francisco, California, Orlando, Florida, and Tampa, Florida. And I might add one more city. I'm not sure. They just offered me uh, Tacoma. They offered me Tacoma and Vegas, but I'm still on the fence. So there we have it. But I want to thank everybody that was a part of the tour. Thank you uh, to everybody that showed up and showed out. Thank you to everybody that comes to Tony Baker and Friends on the regular. Um, I appreciate that. I really want to create, I want to create a dope environment with Tony Baker and Friends to where you know you're going to get a great show. It's a family affair. It's a vibe. I want people coming like every month to be like, man, Tony Bigger and Friends is my little my little monthly hangout. And I want I want you to know that the front row, the front row will always get the hard-hitting questions. So if you sit in the front row, be ready to answer the hard-hitting questions. That's something I want to keep going at Tony Bigger and Friends, whether it be the hard-hitting questions we've we've had in the past. Tell me about your virginity loss. Was it a success? Um, last last show, it was, uh, what are your vices? What are your vices? So I'm going to try to do some hard-hitting questions every show. It's just fun. And uh, and that's for the front row. Front row that wraps around. So it's a great time. Um, my patron saints have some topics they want me to touch on. I don't know if y'all know this. The patron sainthood is very instrumental and important to verbal cardio now. Low key, the patron saints are co-hosts of this podcast. So they are very important. They're more than just spectators now. They are they are literally a part of the production. Um and I don't know if they realize that or not. They probably do realize it because, you know, they come in with the this or that's every week. Um, but they are very much a part of the show. They are a part of the podcast. They are they are the community that is helping build this podcast up to an even greater vibe than I've had before. Um, yes, sincere. I will be performing in San Francisco in December, sir. I'll be in your neck of the woods in your hood. Show me what you're living like. Um Yes, sir. I will be up there. Yo, sincere. Remember when you came? Uh, when you came with us to San Jose, man, it was a good time. Good time. Um, so the patron saints—they want to hear about the Ball Brothers experience. So let me tell you about touring on the Ball Brothers tour. It's rapid fire. Ball Brothers, we did 
we did 10 cities in a in a month and in one weekend on top of the month. So we did 10 cities back-to-back weekends. So for five back-to-back weekends, we did 10 cities. When I tell you that shit is rapid fire, I'm tired. We got Greg Goolsby, the tour manager. We got Josh on the videography. We got Brandon Lewis hosting. We got to hear more featuring. We got Kev on stage and Tony Baker uh, co-headlining. Kev made me go last because Kev went last for for both years of the Real Comedians of Social Media Tour. And Kev was like, Tone, man, you made it hard for me to follow you for two years. So he wants his revenge. So he was like, Tone, you going last. I had to follow you for two years. I want my revenge. And so now I have to follow Kev. And Kev is, is hard to follow, man. Kev be in the crowd. Kev literally be in the crowd during his set. I can't follow that. I can't follow no in crowd. I don't be in the crowd. I've been trying to get out of the last spot the whole time. Like, man, let me go before you, man. I can't compete. I can't compete with the in crowd explosion. Because the in crowd explosion, that takes the show to another level. And I'm like, damn it, man. I got to follow this. He's doing this on purpose, man. So I was I was trying to get out of that last spot, but you know, here we are. Here we are. But the tour was fantastic. We had a lot of fun. Um it was funny because we were we were trying to get like the flights together. Like Greg was booking the flights. And then so so on my half, Greg is booking the flights for everybody on, on Kev's team, or whatever. And then for me, I'm bringing in Brandon Lewis from my half. And so I'm booking the flights for me and Brandon. So I'm looking at the flights that Greg booked. And Greg would always pick like a short layover. Like Delta be having layovers a lot and we trying to stay loyal to uh, Delta. But he would always pick flights that had a short window for the layover. I'm not comfortable with the short window layover, especially with Delta having all these goddamn delays. So if we're flying to, let's say we're going to Philly and we got a layover in Detroit, Greg would get the flight where the layover is 45 minutes or the layover is like, you know, 50 minutes. So it's just anything under an hour I'm not comfortable with because you're going to board the, you're going to board your flight 35 to 40 minutes before the actual departure time. So in that layover, they're not, they're not including the boarding time. So if you got a 50 minute layover, that's giving you 10 minutes to get up in there and get to the other side, wherever your gate may be. And you don't know where your gate is going to be. And if you if you in a big airport, Detroit, Minnesota, Atlanta, these are big ass airports. You landed in, in gate A, you got to get down to gate D in 10 minutes. That's mad booty switching, booty cheeks switching all through the airport, man. And I just didn't like the home alone hustle, so I would book different flights. So a lot of the flights we couldn't fly together because I was just uncomfortable with the uh and then sometimes Kev would be like, Man, I want the straight flight. So he would dip off to American or Southwest. I want the straight flight, Tone. And so we were splitting up on the travel uh every so often. 
So we were just like, <laughs> the ongoing joke, man, you trying to break up the group, man. So so travel was a thing. And then this 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 latest weekend, man, the first flight we had out to New Orleans, that flight was mad hot. That flight, that flight to Atlanta, it was civil rights hot in there, man. They couldn't get the temperature right. You know how, like, like in the summertime, when you get on the plane, it's kind of hot on the plane when you first get on, when you board. But usually they kick in the AC once you take off. So I'm like, all right, we're just going to be hot. We're going to be a little wet uh, until we take off. So I just accepted that. I accepted my fate. I took the L. I was like, but as soon as we take off, it's going to cool off. My nipples going to be hard in no time. And I was waiting for my hard nipples to show up. So we take off. The AC never kicks in. The AC never kicks in like a deadbeat dad. Never kicked in. We in there sweating to the oldies, man. It was so hot I couldn't even sleep. And we took a red eye. We took a we took a red eye out. I couldn't sleep. I was up that entire flight, hot. I was just like, man, this ain't it. And so I watched the movie. I watched The Covenant with Jake Gyllenhaal. I just watched the whole movie because I sat there. I was doing my little word puzzle. I was listening to music, and I was just sitting there. You know what I'm saying? I had my window seat. I'm just sitting there. B. Lou was on the aisle, random dude in between us. And I'm just like, man, it's hot. It's hot. And so I was just up. And then I watched that movie, The Covenant, all the way through. Didn't even fall asleep on the movie because a lot of times, you know, the movie put me right to sleep. But nah, man, I was up. I was invested. The Covenant is a good movie, though. If you haven't seen The Covenant, it's good based on the true story. It's crazy. Uh, but I give The Covenant four saxophones out of five. It was a good quality movie, man. I enjoyed it. Um, but man, so it was like, so that flight was hot. So then the next flight was cold. The next day, the flight was cold. So now I went from hot to cold. Now, the cold flight was messed up about the cold flight. I didn't have no hoodie on. I just went, I had on shorts and a t-shirt. I'm freezing on this flight. I ain't, they ain't had no blankets. I was in first class. I was like, excuse me. And I don't even I don't even like asking the flight attendants for nothing. When I'm on the plane, I just be sitting in my little corner. They be like, well, you, you want a drink? I'm like, nah, nah, you want snacks? Nah, nah, I don't want any trouble. I, I just, I'm just happy to be here. That's me all day. But on this cold ass flight, I got on shorts, my thighs was loose. I was like, do you have a blanket? You have a little blanket? And he's like, nah, we ain't got no blanket, bitch. Now sit there with your hard nipples. You, you said you was hot on the other flight. Now you're cold. Now you're going to take the cold, the opposite side of the spectrum. I was so cold. I was frozen solid. Penis on shrink. I'm like, man, we can't get the temperatures right on these flights. And New Orleans was big hot. New Orleans was hot, man. Ugh. New Orleans was hot. Southern heat is just different. When you on that side of the Mississippi, man, listen. Me and Josh was walking through the streets of New Orleans. Whew. A sweaty mess. Eve's by you. Summertime in the South, man. I'm not built for it. I love and respect the South, but I, I got to do dual citizenship. I'm going to do tried citizenship. 
I want some Southern living. I want some some Midwest. I want some West. That way I can move around season after season and get to the most comfortable spot. I'm going to avoid the Midwest in the wintertime. I'm going to avoid the South in the summertime. I just want to avoid summer as a whole, just as a whole season. I just want to avoid the shit out of it. I want to go. I want to go global, go overseas, and go somewhere where, if we're in the summertime, I want to go where it's fall or winter, somewhere else. Because hell no. Oh, and I went to this. I went to this place in uh, New Orleans called Heart of Heart of Something. It's like they had they had mad vegan options, right? And I ordered this this hot sausage. And I was like, you know, I was like, all right, let me get the hot sausage. Uh, I'm going to cut off the IG after this. Instagram people, if you want to see the rest of this podcast, join my Patreon right here, right now. Join it right here, right now. If not, you're going to get cut off after this little story. So I was like, yo, let me get, let me get the hot sausage. Let me get the hot sausage, man. Because sometimes... And I'm not a spicy person at all. I'm not hot. I'm not adding no hot sauce. I don't like I don't like hot food. All that spicy shit. Nah, man. But but I do like some hot sausage. Historically, I like hot sauce. As long as it's not blazing hot, I do like a little kick on the sausage. So I was like, maybe it's going to be like that. So I asked him, I was like, yo, how hot is it? Is it real hot? Actually, it's, it's mild. Like, we had to mild it up. And I was like, hold on, man. Do you like spicy food? I do like spicy food, but, you know, but this is pretty tame right here. You know, so we made sure to tame it up. When I tell you I took one bite of that sausage, that shit was Game of Thrones. That shit was Dracarys. That shit was Backdraft. That shit was... Hell on earth. That shit was the human torch. That shit was the sun. That shit was Superman's heat vision. That shit was just hot, man. That shit was Nelly is getting hot in here. That shit was gonorrhea in my mouth. That shit was just biblical heat. That incineration. That was cremation in my mouth. Whatever oven they got that cranked up to in the cremation process, that's what was happening in that bite right there. The sun, Beetlejuice, the horseshoe nebula, whatever the biggest star is in the, in the goddamn galaxy, it was that. It was red peppers, it was green peppers, it was, it was red, yellow, it was all them peppers. It was hot Cheetos, it was, it was the hot Doritos. It was big hot. It was it was the heat. It was the Miami Heat. It was the movie The Heat with Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. It was Heat with Burt Reynolds. It was City Heat with Clint Eastwood and Burt Reynolds. Shit was hot, man. I took one bite and I just sat it on the hotel desk, never to be touched again. I wasted my money. He played me. He played me. He looked me dead in my soul and was like, hey, man, it's not even that high. We mild it up, man. We had to tone it down. Well, what was it before? If that was the tone down, what was it before? God damn, man. It was in the heat of the night for damn sure. 
Absolutely it was heat with Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Who the heat was on. The heat is on. As soon as I took that bite, that saxophone kicked in. Oh, 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 tell me, can you feel it? Tell me, can you? Yes, I can feel it. The heat is on in my mouth. M-O-U-F. In my mouth, blazing hip-hop and R&B. Hot ones, level 10. Oh, I wasted the food. Anyway, I'm cutting off this IG live, man. You want to see the rest of this, join my Patreon so you can see the full episode live. If not, you're getting cut off early. Boom. Um, But yeah, man, tore me up in the mouth, man. Speaking of hot and food and eating and enjoying it and, you know, living lavishly and thriving and existing, Green Chef. Is what you want on the food tip. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences, man. Green Chef is a good time man they got options what i like about green chef they got mad options whatever you got going they got the options for you man that's what i like about them man you can kickstart your clean eating routine this september with 80 plus weekly options featuring nutritionist approved and foodie approved recipes choose from our eight meal preferences including new quick and easy calorie smart delicious discoveries and plant-based options that's where your boy kick in because i'll be i'll be trying to monitor the the calories and the plant-based options and if you're looking to stock up on functional snacks and clean beverages to energize your busy uh fall days shop our latest offering green bundles available at green market your one-stop shop for nutritious grab-and-go breakfast brunch kits wholesome lunches ready to eat snacks and more you can easily add on to your weekly order so you can just add that on to the weekly order you know what i'm saying uh green shift is the number one meal kit for eating clean with dinners that work for you not the other way around eat clean the easy way with recipes that help manage your weight and support your wellness goals without skimping on flavor uh you can feel your best with nutritionist approved recipes including calorie smart meals under 700 calories protein packed meals with at least 40 grams of protein on average per serving uh science-backed mediterranean recipes and flavorful plant-rich vegan and vegetarian meals featuring certified organic whole fruits and vegetables good for you grains and plant-based proteins had me a little cauliflower situation uh with green chef one night it was good it was a good time man um that's what I like about Green Chef, man. It's like, because y'all know, I'll be going through my little phases where, of course, I'm 100% vegetarian, as y'all all know. Uh, but also, you know, I try to monitor my calories. I try to monitor, I try to ease back on anything fried. Um, I just try not to get stuff that's just too bulky and too processed. And Green Chef be coming through in the clutch for everything I got going on. And I like how everything is already accounted for and you know how many calories you're taking in. So, um, Yes, uh, they deliver everything you need to eat clean the easy way this September. 
Um, and so, you know, you can check clean eating off your to-do list. Uh, this jam-packed back-to-school season with uh, their new quick and easy recipes ready in 25 minutes or less. Uh, this brand-new collection of ultra-convenient options features keto, delicious discoveries, and plant-based options to keep you on track, uh, reaching your goals in record time. Um, so uh, go to greenchef.com slash 60verbal and use the code 60verbal to get 60% off plus free shipping. Let me say that again because I don't, I don't think y'all – I don't think y'all really got it. Go to greenchef.com slash 60verbal and use the code 60verbal to get 60% off plus free shipping. You getting 60% off. You getting 60% off plus free shipping. When was the last time you got 60% off of something? When you when you when you went to the movies last time, did you get sixty percent off? If you went to the Beyonce concert, did you did you get sixty percent off? When you bought a car, when you bought your last car, did you get sixty percent off? When you when you bought your home, your condo, did you get sixty percent off? Did you get sixty percent off that rent? You get sixty percent off that mortgage. You get sixty percent off that parking ticket, that speeding ticket. You get 60% off that daycare bill? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. 60% off, man. Greenchef.com slash 60verbal and use the code 60verbal to get 60% off plus free shipping. Man, get in on that Green Chef, man. You got options. Shout out to Green Chef uh, for being a sponsor for Verbal Cardio, man. I appreciate you, man. I love you passionately, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, T. Rose wants to know the favorite cities for the domestic tour. So for me, for me, my favorite cities, and I'm going by, here's, here's my criteria for my favorite cities. Um, I'm going by the energy of the crowd and the flow of my set. That's how, that's how I'm ranking the cities. I'm going by the the energy of the crowd and the flow of my set. New York was my favorite of the tour. New York City, USA was my favorite in terms of energy and flow of my set. New York City is my number one. My number two, Chicago. Energy was fire. The flow of my set was fire. My local, my local jokes was fire. It was just Chicago's number two. Number three. Number three for me. Charlotte. Charlotte, the energy was fire. I like the flow of my set. That's my top three. Right there. New York. Chicago, and then boom, uh, <laughs> Charlotte. That's my top three. So, so if your city wasn't mentioned, I apologize. 
I apologize. I put Atlanta last only because, and I'm not being biased. You know, Miranda said I'm being biased. No. Chicago had the energy, and I had the flow in the set list. And, and then Spice Adams was off to the right backstage, but he was right. I could see Spice. I could see Spice laughing as I'm going through my set. <laughs> This man says, I give amazing hugs. Thank you, man. Listen, I've been getting people on the meet and greets. When we were doing the meet and greets, I don't want, I don't want half hugs. I don't want them. I don't want them. I guess, I guess the, the way men greet each other, I can do a full, we can do a full hug as men. I'm with that. I love it. Or if we do the dap up, bring in half hug, that's cool too. Ladies, if you come in with the half hug and leave this whole side limp biscuit, I don't want it. I don't want it. Either you, either as women, you gonna dap me up and we gonna bring it in and then go chest to chest, like like men do it. Or if you don't want to do that, you gotta give me the full hug. I was getting on people. I was like, look, don't give me no half hug, man. Full hugs. That's what we building here, man. No half hugs. I'm full hugs. It don't even, it's not even sexual for me. It, none of that even registers. I'm bringing in the energy. Full hug in front of your man. I'm going to hug him too. Full hugs, goddammit. So whenever you see me, full hugs, chest to chest. Just so y'all know where I stand. Some people's hugs was flimsy. Some people's hugs was right. You know what I'm saying? Give me the right ones. Give me the, give me the ones that, that's been at 375. I want the hugs that's been baked at 375 for a nice amount of time. I want them good hugs. Here's why Atlanta's last, y'all. Atlanta was fantastic. The turnout, how fast Atlanta bought tickets, the energy. I got nothing bad to say about Atlanta leading up to when I got up there. The problem with Atlanta was this. The DJ was fire. The DJ had the venue rocking. They was rocking in that mug. The DJ had Atlanta lit. We was like, yo, it was Brandon Lewis's idea to bring his boy in the DJ. And man, he did a phenomenal job. He had that mug rocking. And so they were rocking. Here's the problem. They was rocking for a long time. We started the show late. So y'all rocking, expending mad energy. And then it's hot as hell in the venue. So the energy was right. They rocking. You're going to run out of steam eventually. Especially when it's hot. Y'all in there fanning yourselves. And then everybody going up, killing. Everybody killing. Mel went up, did a guest set, killed it. Tahir killed it. Kev killed it. By the time I got up there, I see y'all doing this. Y'all was trying, y'all was giving me everything you had. 
but I can tell you didn't have it all. So for me, I was just like, ah, they wasn't really just, they wasn't curling the door. I just didn't feel, I didn't feel the 100%. And so, yeah, yeah. So I had to put Atlanta last. I'm sorry. But Atlanta as a whole, as a city, as a supporter, as an energy giver, Atlanta is cream of the crop. But it was just, when y'all hot, and you've been expending mad energy all night. I feel like I got the scraps. So I had to put Atlanta last. But it wasn't like, man, Atlanta was trash. Everybody was solid, but, you know. So there's that. Enough about the tour, man. What else we talking about? Man? So there's a video up of a young lady that was hit with a brick in the face. Um... A man tried to, you know, get at her. She was like, no, nah, I'm good. Hits her in the face with a brick, y'all. Um, this, this, is, this, is, this is what's scary for women. This is why I worry about women. This is why I'm like, text me when you get home. This is why I'm like, you know, I try to always be mindful of the constant fear women have on the day-to-day. Because -day. Um, as men... The lives of men and women are different. So the stuff that we worry about as men, um, the stuff that we don't worry about, women have to worry about. And, you know, I, I had to learn this too, like on a deeper level, you know, being with Sabrina and stuff like that, she would have, she would have worries that, you know, I wasn't privy to on my end because I just wasn't, I wasn't thinking about it. So she, she, she enlightened me to that. Like, you know, the worries that, that women have, like y'all can, y'all can be assaulted at any moment, overpowered at any moment, uh, snatched up, hemmed up, uh, attacked, um, at any moment. Yeah. It could happen to men, but it's not happening to us like that. So I don't want no dudes. Well, we be getting attacked. Not on the same level. We we go through we go through different attacks as men. Like we went through attacks from somebody want to take our wallet, do they want to steal our shit? Do they want to take our backpack? Do they want to take our sneakers? Do they want to you know we in the wrong territory? We are gonna get jumped by gangs. That type of situation is a little bit different. Women just be walking the regular streets, not necessarily even in a bad neighborhood and something like that, and can still get assaulted. So, and then when when you got men trying to holler at you, it's like. You got to tread lightly or else you're going to get verbally assaulted or even worse, physically assaulted. So they deal with that on the day-to-day. -day. And these women are out here vulnerable, you know. And so um, we just got to be mindful and protect women. Like you you see, you see something happening to a woman in the street, get in on that, man. Help that woman out if you can. I know it's scary. I know it's scary. I know it's scary, man. You 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 be scared to jump in. You scared. What if he got a weapon? What if he pull out a pistol? It's scary helping strangers. So it's easier said than done. It's easier. It's easy for me to be like, "Yo, jump in and help that lady." But it, it could be a dangerous situation. You could you could lose your life helping somebody else. So I get the fear and the trepidation. But 
if you can, if you can find it in your soul to just assist, even if you just say, hey, hey, even if you just do some, hey, hey, get off of her. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, Sabrina. She said, just say, hey, bro, it's not worth it. Just anything you can do to let to let the assaulter know that, hey, I'm, I see what you're doing. That might be enough to deter somebody. Like, hey, man, what you, hey, come on, dog. Oh, uh, and then they run off into the bushes or whatever, or a dark alley, wherever the hell they came from. Even that little, even that little move right there could possibly help uh, a woman. So I try to be mindful of that. Like when I see it, I already know I have the gene because I stepped in, you know, I stepped, Stepped in for somebody that was getting the sudden. It was man on man, and I still rolled up like, nah, man, we're not doing this. So not on my watch, but it's scary though, because you know it's risky. But that's just a scary. And I'll be thinking about women. I'll be thinking about women because I'll be like, women, beautiful women that leave the house every day. They going shopping. They going to the mall. They minding their business. They going to the post office. They just going to eat. They just minding their business. And every man wants a piece. That's got to be annoying. Like every man, like you just going to, you just going to Whole Foods, minding your goddamn business. You in there looking at the nectarines. And a man walks up, nectarines, huh? And you just be like, man, come on, man. What you want from me, man? Every time you leave the house, somebody wants something from you. And they want your body. It's not even like they want, they want, like, information. They want, like, can you give me tips in the comedy game? Like my version of that is, can you give me tips? Can you, you know, people, people want to talk my head off about uh, comedy or like, you know, uh, my voiceovers and stuff like that. That's, or, or like, you know, comedians that want stage time or they want like, they want an inside route to get to somebody else. That's my version of what women go through on the day to day. Not even, not even being, famous none of that they just regular they just they just look how they look they look appealing to men so now every man is like yo let me put my beard in let me holler at you they getting hollered at at the gym they getting hollered at at the grocery store they getting hollered at at the post office church target the gas station the corner so it's, it's got to be exhausting it's just like yo man can i just go to the cleaners and pick my shit up dog Oh yeah, man. Hey, I ain't want. I ain't. You know, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to make your day, man. My day was made already. Look out. And granted, there are some days where you know compliments from a guy, if it's well placed, if it's respectable, if it's you know, they that might gas him up a little bit. Sometimes the gas up is needed, but nine times out of ten, they be like, "I don't need no gas up. I'm good. I'm good. Just let me. Just let me pump gas." Just let me pump gas. Don't gas me up. Just let me gas my vehicle up and leave me alone. So I try to be mindful of that. That's a big reason why, you know, historically, I've never approached women on the street. 
You know what I mean? So it's like, I'll be like, man, she probably getting hollered at 24-7. Because I'm, you know, I got good taste in women. <laughs> but I do say so myself. Y'all seen Sabrina? Y'all seen her? Y'all seen my ex-wife? You know, y'all ain't seen nobody else that I dated. Y'all ain't, everybody else was under wraps. But I got good taste in women, goddammit. So you best believe they was getting hollered at on the streets, in the store, in public. So I'm thinking like, yo, I like what I see. Other dudes going to like what I saw as well. So I'll just be like, I don't know her like that. I'm going to just sit and watch and hush. Because they might not want to be hollered at. So all this comes into play, man. Fellas, leave these women alone. Now, I, I get it. Occasionally, you might meet the love of your life in the produce section. I get it. You might meet the love of your life in the battery section. It could it could very well happen. So I understand sometimes you got to go for the gusto and shoot your shot. I get it. I get it. Because sometimes it might pay off. The one time I did holler at somebody in the bookstore at the community college, we ended up in a uh, one-year relationship. That was the first relationship I ever had. If I didn't approach her in the bookstore, probably would have never happened. But it don't always go like that. You know, you got to be careful in your approach and how you, you know what I'm saying. And I approached when she wasn't by herself. She was with her sister. So I approached two women. So therefore, she's not feeling like, okay, this man could assault me in this book with this boy because I was young. But like, you know, <laughs> not young, but I was like, I think I was like 20, maybe. I think I was 20. But I'm sure she felt she felt safer because her sister's right there. So I'm talking to both of them. It's just like, yeah, I see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, if anything was to crack off, her sister had been like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Because her sister was like that anyway. So it's like, I feel like, I feel like the roll-up might be better if you holler at a girl that's with other people. Because that way, at least they feel safe with who they came with. At least they know they're not alone. You ain't got them, you ain't got them cornered in some random spot on the streets. You ain't got them cornered on pump eight. So that way, it's a risky move because now you could get turned down in front of witnesses, but it's the risk you chose when you wanted to roll up on a strange woman and put your beard in. It's the it's risks involved. But at least she's going to feel a little bit safer with her homegirl there, her sister, her cousin, her friend. Whoever, whoever the kid, her mom, whoever's there, it gives a little, it gives a little safety net, and she's a little bit more comfortable because inside she knows, all right, he ain't gonna do nothing too crazy. I got my cousin right here. Shit, this is my homegirl. She gonna sock this nigga out if he step out of line, and so it, you're more comfortable. You just run the risk of, of, of embarrassing yourself if she turn you down in front of witnesses. So there it is. So in closing on this topic, protect women, man. And be mindful that they're getting hollered at 24-7, man. You might just want to leave them alone. I know they look good and you feel like this is your chance, but you know what? Just, just hush. Just hush. Um, 
I haven't seen the Equalizer 3 yet. I'm behind. This tour is tearing my ass up. I haven't seen the Equalizer. I haven't seen Blue Beetle. I just haven't been going to the movies like that. But once once I'm done with this busy week right here, the next week, I'm going I'm to get my revenge. I'm getting my revenge on the movies I missed. Equalizer 3 is first up. Denzel Washington. I feel like I know Denzel Washington personally. I feel like I know this man personally and it's a great relationship i love this man that's what i feel like denzel washington is the cousin uncle father coach favorite teacher that i he's everything he's my favorite actor so i can't wait for the equalizer three you know they matter of fact this is probably the longest it's taken me to watch a denzel movie man I'm mad that I missed the opening weekend. I'm like, piss. It's a goddamn tour. Um, but Tiffany, uh, Tiffany Brown asks, in light of Denzel's The Equalizer 3, uh, how classic actors like Denzel seem to be fading off, actors that draw audiences no matter what movie they make. So, like, who who are the actors that no matter what movie they make, you're pulling up? And I feel like Denzel is in rare company um, as as that type of actor. I feel like it's Denzel Washington, it's Leonardo DiCaprio, Will Will Smith. Will Smith has been hit and miss. Tom Hanks. I feel like Tom Hanks was that guy, but I feel like. Tom Hanks been kind of hit and miss to where I'll wait some stuff out on Tom Hanks. Like uh, Cloud Atlas, I waited that out. I was like, mm, I'll wait that out. Or the movie where he played Walt Disney or something, I waited that out. Or the movie where it was about the paper or whatever with him and Meryl Streep, I waited that out. I'll be waiting out Tom Hanks a lot. Um, Denzel Washington, I don't wait him out. I'll be like, I'm going to the theater and I'm watching it. Um, but Leonardo DiCaprio and Denzel Washington, those are the two who's just like, yo, I got to pull up. Even though, even though, even though I didn't go see Revolutionary Road with Leonardo DiCaprio. When I was in theaters, I didn't go see it. Um, but I feel like everything else past a certain point I was like, all right, I'm away. Even Keanu Reeves, I didn't go see The Man of Tai Chi. I didn't go see, uh, um, he had another movie, uh, 47 Ronin. I didn't go see those things. So Keanu Reeves definitely, like, even historically, like, A, a Walk in the Clouds and, like, Johnny Mnemonic and, nah, Keanu, if it's a if it's an action movie, it depends on what Keanu was in for me. Everything else is not a guarantee. Denzel Washington is my only guarantee. He's the only one. Brad Pitt, I'm not always going to be there. Sam Jackson shoots so much, it's impossible to keep up with his schedule. I'd be, at the, I'd, be I'd live in the movie theater if it was up because Sam Jackson keep him coming out. Johnny Depp, no, there's been, I didn't go see The Tourist. I didn't go see The Secret Window. I didn't go see The Ninth Gate. Um, 
I watched Sweeney Todd on video. Daniel Day Lewis, I will I will miss some. Like I didn't go watch the uh the thread. What's that movie? The thread. It was something thread. I didn't go watch the nines. Denzel's the only guy for me. But Leonardo was a close second to where it's like, oh, Leo's in it? I'm in. So, yeah. But I will, I want to highlight John Boyega, man. This dude is killing. Like, his range is is great. Um, The goddamn, they cloned Tyrone. His character in They Clone Tyrone, him playing multiple characters within They Clone Tyrone, in contrast to the character he played in The Woman King, in contrast to the character he plays in Star Wars, John Boyega is, is shaping up to be our next Denzel. I think he's, I think John Boyega is the number one candidate right now. He, you know what? Mahershala Ali is is fire as well. I forgot about him. Mahershala, Mahershala is turning into an actor that I will just go see the movie because he's in it. Like the Green Book, um, Midnight, I mean Moonlight. I always say Midnight. Moonlight. Um, I can't, I'm excited for him as Blade. Um, he's that guy as well. These guys right here are just like, cause you know, Denzel is, and, and, and Mahershala has a great face. And I, I feel like him, I, I'm not sure what's going on with the production of the Blade movie, but I feel like casting him was a brilliant choice, man. The way he looked, he looks like he could be a vampire for real. He looks like he could just be a cool, smooth-ass vampire, man. And seeing him as as a blade type character, I cannot wait. I hope I hope they get whatever whatever script issues and production issues they got going. I hope they get that shit together, man. Because Mahershala is a brilliant choice for a blade. Um, and I can't I can't wait to see what comes of it. And he that man has two Oscars already, two. Two. A lot of people can't even get one. He got two already in short, in a short span. Two Oscars. Him and Denzel have the same amount of Oscar wins. Not the same amount of nominations, but Denzel has two, Mahershala has two. And I feel like I feel like they are the only African American actors with two Oscars. I can't think of anybody else that has two on the black tip. Viola Davis got one. She going to get more, though. Viola Davis about to get some more. She going to get some more. She got one. I, I know she going to get more. Because uh, Viola Davis. Viola Davis is turning into an actor that I will show up for just because she's in it. Depend, depending on the type of movie, though. But she she excites me on the on the acting tip, without a doubt. Um, all right, y'all, it's this or that time, so I can get up out of here. This or that, give me give me the this or that, man. Where we at? 
where we at, y'all? This or that? On the closeout. Okay, Jay Thomas had his queued up and ready. Oh, hold on, hold on, pause. Sabrina said, yo, can we talk about Jonathan Majors speaking up on 2020 and people fearing him getting blacklisted for it? Wait, is uh, Jonathan Majors speaking up on 2020? Wait, is it the show 2020? Oh, not Jonathan, my bad, okay. Wait, who was on 2020? John Boyega speaking up on 2020? Wait, who was he speaking up on? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. John Boyega was very vocal about racism, police brutality, um... He's very, he's very outspoken on racism. They tried to blacklist this man. So I'm glad he's getting this second win. And it's just like, yo, one thing about John Boyega that I appreciate is that he's very black. He's proud to be black. He's not scared to talk about black issues, not scared to talk about racism. He's not, he's, he's not scared to stick up for black people and black women and all that. This dude, British dude too, bringing the heat. And they tried to blacklist him. But you know what? He stood firm. And he working again. That's what I'm saying, y'all. Stand firm in what's righteous, y'all. Don't be don't be punking out. Don't be getting scared because you know you scared it's gonna hurt your career. You gonna scared you gonna be you, you know offending people. It's righteous. It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Even if you lose in the end, it's still worth it because you you gain so much more on the back end. So stand firm, man. When you stick enough for what's right, stay in it, man. Don't don't punk out. And he risked he risked his career by being that outspoken. And it's like, yo, man, you hang in there. I love I love it, man. Don't be scared to lose that money, man. I respect the utmost respect. He unfollowed me though on Instagram. That hurt a little bit, but you know what I'm saying. I still love him, man. I'm still a fan. I don't know why he didn't follow me, though. It hurts. Anyway, I'm talking about you feel me. Um, let me go to that. The first is that. Jay Thomas asks, listening to a toddler smacking on their food every time you go eat or every time you try and park anywhere, there's a loose leaf buggy in the parking spot. This is easy. This is a no-brainer. Give me the smacking kid. I don't care about smacks. Smacks don't annoy me. I know they know they annoy a lot of people when people smack their food. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Here, here's why I like smacks. Here's why I like smacks. I enjoy people eating food. I like it when people are enjoying food. I like to hear it being eaten and cut and and plates moving around. I like to hear clinkage. I like all that. So 
I love to hear smacks. Because I feel like if you smacking that food, you enjoying it. You all in. If you, you going in, you going to town. And I like that. I'm like, yeah, man, eat that. Eat that. And a lot of people hate smacks. I get it. Like when animals be eating, they be smacking. Like when I watch the cats eat, they be like. Or like dogs, they just be smacking. I'd be like, man, they enjoying that. So smacks, I got no beef. So easily I'm picking the smacks. To have to, to have to every every parking lot, there's a small car in there, that would drive me insane. I wouldn't even leave the house after a while. I'd be like, you know what? I can't park anywhere. I just can't park. I wouldn't even drive anymore. I'd be hiring drivers all the time. And I like driving myself to stuff. So, yeah, that was an easy one, man. Uh, Jason Anderson asks, Tony, what's worse to you? Those who don't put the shopping carts back in the lot or the no booty coverage ghost chair in the hotel? People not putting the shopping carts back in the lot. Y'all know that grinds my gears, but I can handle it, though, because it's like, look at these motherfuckers, right? I can just judge your whole life, your whole existence. I can just look at you with just pure disgust, disappointment, filth. I can just judge you. You look at you. You ain't worth a damn. Look at you. And I be mad. I be mad because some of them shopping carts be in the parking spot that I thought was real, but there's a shopping cart in there. I be mad. I be upset. But I be like, you just a piece of shit. Y'all just pieces of shit. I can get on my high horse and just... Call everybody pieces of shit. But that booty out shower. I just had a booty out shower in Dallas. They hit your boy. Went through the whole tour with booty coverage. The last city on the tour, the booty was out. I was like, I thought I made it. I thought I made it all booty coverage all throughout the Ball Brothers tour. Dallas was like, nope. Let's see those cheeks, Tom. I hated it. I hate the booty out half door showers in the hotels. I can't stand it. And then I had to hug. I had to hug the the, the goddamn shower head. I had to be close. I had to. It was just because I couldn't. I couldn't create distance. Because then if I if I step back, the water's gonna be hitting me and splashing out onto the floor. So I had to hug the the shower head. Was right here. It was right here in my grill piece close i'm just like yo man i gotta i gotta come in tight and it wasn't even that high up man i'm like who told them to put the half door in man the hotel was old i know that hotel been there they were like yeah man take half the door off so i'm hugging the i'm hugging the shower head man it was weird in there man i ain't like it so I'm picking the shopping carts, man, because the, the booty out showers, I can't do that every time. I'll just be pissed off. Hell no. Sick of it. All right, Candid Cammy asks, living in a house mortgage-free with paranormal activity every day, especially at night, or regular house with a high mortgage unlimited food supply but you have non-stop pop-ups and phone calls from friends 
Damn. So I'm living, I'm living mortgage free in this haunted house. I'm living mortgage free in the haunted house. Damn. Mortgage free. That's a tough one, Candy Camber. You you ain't shit for this. You a real piece of work. You leave shopping carts in the parking lot for this question. Uh, dang, man. Cause, cause for one, I'm doing the high mortgage, but I got an unlimited food supply. But I got nonstop pop-ups, phone calls from friends, and I gotta answer them. I gotta, I gotta let them pop up on me. Give me the paranormal activity, guys. Give me the paranormal activity, man. I'm saving mad money. And it's just me and the ghost, man. Give me, give me, give me the because low key, though, low key, paranormal activity is like a pop-up. Granted, they're dead, they're spirit, but and they might not even talk to me directly, but they just there doing stuff. And it's unexpected. So I would hate that. I would hate, I would hate it because I'd be like, man, I don't know what they're gonna do tonight, but they're gonna do something. I don't know what they're going to be. I don't know who I'm going to see standing there. I don't know what's going to happen, but but I'm saving mad money. I'm living rent-free. But goddamn, man, it's going to be scary, though. But then on the flip side, man, people popping up on me. Phone call. High mortgage. I'm paying top dollar high mortgage. And I still got to sit up here and watch you pop up on me unannounced. You calling me. I'm on the phone. Yeah, give me the ghosts. Just give me the paranormal activity, man. I can't do it. I'm going to just have to see you standing behind me in the rearview mirror. My nerves are going to be shot, but my nerves are going to be shot either way. At least I'm saving money on this one. So, yeah. Hopefully you're not talking about demonic shit. Hopefully you're just talking about paranormal activity. Now, if you're talking serious demonic shit where they just trying to torture my soul, then that's a different conversation. Persnickety goddess asks, would you rather stub your toe or bang your funny bone? I would rather bang my funny bone. Banging my funny bone, man. Give me the pumps on the funny bone, man. Let me smash. Let me bang the funny bone raw. No protection. Because that stubbing your toe, man, the pain. Yo, when you stub your toe good, oh, and you just be looking, you like, bow. And that pain just be, ah. That funny bone don't last that long. Funny bone, you be like, oh, oh, that was weird. But when you stub your toe, you be like, ha. The cats be looking at you, the dog, the kids, like, you good? 
Hit my goddamn toe on the coffee table. <sighs> ah, it feel like it feel like your toe fell off. It feel like blood was drawn. It feel like flesh was opened. Especially you get that poor pinky toe. That pinky toe. That pinky toe be getting tore. So yes, give me the funny bone. Uh, Veronica House asks, Tony, will you ever open a comedy club? Oh, man, this ain't a this or that. You fake me out, Veronica. Uh, I don't think so. I don't, right now, I don't, I don't see myself opening the comedy club, but that could change in a few years. Who knows? But right now, it's a no. Um, Cat James asks, and this is the last one. If I didn't get to your this or that questions, please save them for a future episode. We can go, we can go right through them. We're gonna do one episode that's all this or that. Uh Cat James asks, only bland food for a year or no drinking water or having ice for a year? Damn. Only bland food for a year or no drinking water or having ice for a year. So I'm not, so the alternative is I'm not getting any water intake. Man, my, my inside is going to be shot to hell. If, if I'm not drinking water for a full year, my health is going to plummet. My health is going to plummet. So at least, at least, you know, if I'm eating the bland food, at least I'm drinking water. I'm getting my water intake. I can have some day. I can fast. I could just, you know, I'll probably lose mad weight because everything, all the food is bland. I'm going to have abs. I'm going to be ripped to shreds. Give me the bland food for a year because I need that water. I need, come on, man. It's my co-host, man. Love of my life right here. To not be able to do that for a year? Nah, that's not an option for me. Give me the bland food for a year. Easy work. And I'm going to be ripped to shreds. I'm going to be shredded up. I'm going to be like, man, food sucks. I'm just out here drinking water. I'm going to eat to survive to get the nutrients. But after that, I ain't going to be craving nothing. I'm not giving the water up, man. Listen. This was a this was a good episode. I enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed the flow. I thank y'all, patron saints. Y'all are phenomenal. Remember, if I didn't get to you this or that, save it, log it, log it, write it in your notes on your phone. You can come back for future reference. I appreciate y'all. Glad y'all were here. Shout out to Sabrina for being in here and adding some lively uh, commentary and flow up in this mug, man. Appreciate you, Sabrina. Um, and thank y'all to everybody, man. Great questions, great energy, great vibes, great times, man. Um, spread the word about verbal cardio, man. Spread the word when the when the episodes drop. Like, share, comment. Let's get that. Let's get that algorithm up. Let's get that. Let's get that uh, interaction up. Let's get that engagement flowing. Um, I appreciate y'all. Um, stay tuned for more movie nights. Uh, my schedule is busy this week, but uh, after that, we we got more time to chill, man. I miss y'all. Anyway, uh, I want to thank y'all and uh, thank you for tuning in to another session of that verbal cardio.